Welcome to Talking with Tremaine, a health and fitness show featuring Tremaine and David Ellis. Together, this husband and wife co-host team will bring you the benefits of what can be your best life. It all depends on your mindset and understanding of what a fit and healthy lifestyle can truly be. Now, here is Tremaine and David. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the Talking with Tremaine show. As always, we're so, so happy that you have taken time out of your very busy schedules. I know your schedule is busy because mine is as well, but you've taken time to tune in with us and listen yet again to some great information that we have for you. And if this is your first time with us, thank you and welcome. I am your host of the Talking with Tremaine show, Tremaine, and I'm here with my husband and co-host, David. Hello, this is David. How are you guys doing today? And again, uh, we want to always give a huge shout out to our overseas listeners because you all are making this show a great success just as our local listeners. So shouts out to China, Ireland, France, Germany, Russia, Puerto Rico, and all the other countries that are tuning in to the Talking with Tremaine show week after week. Yeah, go tell some of your friends. Um, I think the closest I've ever been to Ireland is Germany. So if I'm not mistaken, my world geography, Ireland is above Germany, right? I did not like geography. I knew enough to pass the test. That's no bueno. You see what I did there, Puerto Rico? Yep. So we've got another great show for you. And bef- But before we get into that, you know, we always have to check in and see how you're doing out there with the homework that we give you week after week. I have another email that I want to share with our listeners because perhaps... This may be something that can motivate you. Um, It's another email regarding our goal setting show. And right now, that's our top show. We've had over a thousand listens to that one show, which is amazing. And it's also very encouraging because it says to us that you all want to be successful in setting your goals and reaching your goals. And we want you to be successful. So... Continue to keep sending me in uh, your progress, your questions, and uh, we're going to do this together. But before I get to that email, last week's show, we talked about taking your exercise to work. We had another great guest on with us, Joseph Stewart, and we were talking about something that you can do right at your desk at work in order to stay active and keep yourself moving. So... Aside from the feedback and the comments that we got after the show, how many of you did your homework from last week? Exactly. And, you know, I know Tremaine said uh, things you can do at your desk, but it was one that you had to get up at least once per hour just to take a walk around. All right. So um, we also had a couple other things on there. I try to drink half your body weight in water or 64 ounces of water every day and also as David mentioned get up and move at least 
once every hour. Or if you have a smartwatch, it may be, you know, mine is take 250 steps every hour, at least 250 steps every hour. So how many of you did that? How many of you got moving? Now I have to say, <laughs> I don't know if, um, uh, he's not really a coworker. We work in the same um, office space, but we're in different organizations, different groups. <laughs> but the other week, I did see um, someone at work doing squats at his desk. <laughs> I like to think he listened to the show. We're going to say he listened to the show. But again, it's, it's just stuff that you can do. And it definitely got people, you know, we talked about it could make you look a little silly, but it got people <laughs> looking and talking, asking questions, but it also motivates others to do it as well. So kudos to you, whether you listen to the show or not, but hopefully you did. Kudos to you for keeping it moving and keeping it active at work. Yeah, we're just going to say he was listening to the show. Yeah, we're going to say he was listening. But they also had some other homework too, David. We had uh, part two of a three-week assignment from our cardio versus strength training. Yeah, that was, uh, what was it? Um, 30 minutes of strength training exercises. Yeah, you guys, come on. I know you guys got it. I want to see some more emails about this stuff. Like, I enjoy reading emails, and Tremaine enjoys reading emails as well. So, Make sure you email us all the things. We would love to see some pictures, especially from our listeners overseas. Absolutely. So um, the first week from our cardio versus strength training, we asked you to do 30 minutes of cardio at least three days a week. And we make it easy for you. You don't even have to think of what to do. It's right there on talkingwithtremaine.com. So just go up there. If you missed the first week, you can start now and go from there um, but this week we had strength exercises up there that we wanted you to tackle so to those who have done the, those um, homework assignments kudos to you keep going we got one more week up we got it up there on the site where we incorporate the two and we want you to see and let us know how you feel and what kind of results you're seeing and feeling from doing just cardio and also just strength training and then both because as we mentioned on the show individually they're both great but together you can get you know so much more results much more bang for your buck yeah gotta love the bang for the buck it's kind of like going to costco or sam's right right you know what i just called out some places and they didn't even give us in the airspace this is true Man, shame on me. I'm losing my touch, people. You are. So, yeah, that's where we are. Awesome job, everybody. Keep it up, keep it up. So, going back to our email, you know, we said we're going to start choosing one random email or call or text uh, and sharing it on the air because it, we never know how it can benefit and the um, the last one we sent, it actually motivated this listener to send this information in. So if you don't think what you have to say is valid or 
can affect anyone else in a positive way, most likely you're wrong. <laughs> because if you're feeling that way, nine times out of ten, someone else is as well. So you're not only helping yourself, but you're helping others. And if you would like to send anything into us, question, comment, progress, celebration, whatever the case may be, you can do that by emailing us at info at talkingwithtremaine.com. We would love, love, love to hear from you. So this email says, hi, Tremaine. I have attached an example of my weekly goal checklist that I have been maintaining for years. As you can see, I don't always reach my goals, but I try. So that right there, there's two things that stand out to me. This listener has been working on this goal checklist for years. And once I opened the attachment and saw that it started in 2008 and they're still keeping up with it, man, that just made my day. But also the listener uh, wrote, I don't always reach my goals, but I try. And that's what's important. Just keep on trying. And even if you don't reach your goal, these are weekly goals that um, she set for herself. Even if you don't reach them, that doesn't stop her from continuing to try. And, you know, the next week, it's a brand new week. Yeah, so we love it. Um, we look forward to seeing those. I mean, but 11 years keeping track of your goals. That is something else. That's pretty amazing. And definitely kudos to you for that. So the attachment that was sent is is pretty amazing how it's set up. And um, there's daily goals. Well, there's it's set up for seven days a week. They're weekly goals, but each day, you know, she can check off her progress. So she has a section for exercise. And some of the things under exercise, walk 5,000 steps a day, do ab workouts three days a week, cardio workout five days a week, strength training three days a week, knee exercise three days a week, stretching three to five days a week. Now notice she's got that cardio and strength training in there. And this was, like I said, this was started back in 2008 before we did the show. So... Each day, like for walk 5,000 steps a day, for each day, she marks out how many steps she got for that day. And then she has a section for nutrition, you know, her nutrition goals and uh, supplementation. And that's going to be another show that we're going to do later on. But for her, it may be different than what you're thinking, but, you know, taking multivitamin daily or vitamin D, vitamin C. And then she marks off each day when she has taken that or completed an exercise uh, workout or she's reached her nutrition goal. So I thought that was just very organized for one, but also it was just amazing to see how, how intentional <laughs> she has been with keeping up with these goals and setting very smart goals. These are very, very smart goals. And, um, it's just great. I think we should put an example of this on the site. What do you think about that? I think that'd be good. At least a template. Yeah. So well, we won't put her actual numbers or anything. Yeah, we don't want y'all, you know, calling or trying to get in touch with her. Um, but yeah, just know that 
you guys have we're trying to help you guys create I mean sorry create reach your goal so anything we can do to help you out without the excuses I am always looking forward to eliminate and crush all excuses that you may have hashtag no excuses yeah speaking of um you know, saw I guess uh, Ramona in church uh, this past week, and she just greeted us, "Hey him and hey her." <laughs> I was just like, "Wow." Yeah, that's that's the kind of love we get. Yeah. So, what is today's show? What are we going to be talking about today? Well, you just mentioned eliminating excuses, and I think that's a great segue into our show for today, because our show today is there's an alt for that, meaning there's an alternative to any exercise that you can think of. You got to be kidding me. You're talking I, about, I don't know. Not. I, I mean, you're talking about everything from like push-ups everything. to oh, yeah. jumping jacks. Oh, yeah. Even cardio. Even cardio. What about core? Even core. You got to be kidding me. Nope. I kid you not. It's true, people. So for all of those who like to say, oh, well, I would exercise, but... You know, all of the exercises are advanced. I'm still a beginner or my knee hurts, my back hurts, my shoulder hurts. I can't do it. Nah, that's not going to work anymore. And I'm going to give you some of Tremaine's words usually when she gets that way. Her and my producer and our producer, they always kind of go, they start listening off stuff and then they just go, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so that's what she does. She didn't do it. I was waiting for it, but she didn't do it. I did not do that this time. Exactly. But, but go ahead. No, I was gonna say, but you know, it's it's time out for the excuses. As we've seen week after week and the statistics that we've given week after week, it's time out for excuses. We just have to do better. We gotta start taking charge of our lives and our health and our fitness and just stop with the excuses. Yeah, so we look forward to, like I say, busting up. I look forward to busting every excuse. Everyone can work out, no matter what your status is right now. Your current condition is not your reality. Wait a minute. I think I said no. I kind of always get mixed up sayings for some reason. Like, I'll tell you the truth. It took me some 30 years to realize, like, head over heels meant head over the heels, like the heels of your feet. You but, sure it's not H-I-L-O-S? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It took me, no, head over heels. Not H-I-L-L-S, but H-E-E-L-S. You sure? You know what? Don't do that to me. <laughs> Check that out and, and let us know what you come up with. Oh, man. Now, now I got to look it up. Yeah. But yeah, we've got we've got a great show uh, for you today. And we have about seven tips. As it relates to um, alternative methods or things that you can do to um, accommodate your fitness level or whatever the case may be. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just great stuff. So we're going to we're going to eliminate these excuses today. Yeah. So as soon as we get back from this short commercial break, we're going to bust up these excuses absolutely so i want you all to just hang tight and get your pen your paper out even though you know we're going to have this stuff up for you on the website talkingwithtremaine.com 
But like you listen hard, listen good. So yeah. just stop giving us these excuses. Yeah. And I did look it up is head over H E E L S. Okay. Yeah. All right. We'll see you on the other side of the break. On the other side of the fence. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com That's trainingwithtremaine.com Spring is here and our Couch to 5K and Road to 10K training programs are soon to follow. Join Training with Tremaine April 16th through June 8th Tuesdays and Thursdays from 4.45 to 5.45 p.m for our 5K training sessions and 6 to 7 p.m. for our 10K sessions and on Saturdays from 7 to 8 a.m. for our combined sessions. Not in the area? No problem. Virtual training is also available. We will finish out our training during the finale race which will be on June 15th. Register today at trainingwithtremaine.com and meet me on the pavement. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to info at TalkingWithTremaine.com. Now, back to Talking With Tremaine. All right, everybody. Welcome back. Welcome back. So I hope you all are ready and geared up for this information that we're about to share. Now, a lot of times you'll hear or see examples where you have an exercise and you're trying to maybe like, well, you know, if you want more of a challenge, do this. But I like to also give regression exercises as well, because again, not everyone is at the same fitness level. And as a trainer, we have to always be mindful of that. So we have to definitely make sure for one, know, know our audience, know, um, you know, who we have with us. And, but sometimes that's just not always the case. If we have someone drop in on a class who may not normally be with us, we may not know that. So we just have to make sure that everyone 
feels comfortable with what we're doing. So we can't just focus on one group level. We have to make sure that everyone feels inclusive. And even if you're doing things on your own, you want to be able to modify things as needed. But you also definitely want to make sure that your form is correct um, because that's that's very, very important. Um, it's, it's one thing to do 100 reps of something, but if you're doing them wrong, for one, that can increase the risk of injury, and two, you're less likely to get the results that you're expecting or wanting. So it's very important that you keep that in mind as well. So what are we starting off with in regards to alternative methods for exercises? So a lot of people may look at some advanced exercises like a burpee or um, I'm trying to think of something more advanced than that. But, you know, more advanced than a burpee. Well, not more advanced, but some advanced movements as far as, you know, they may have something I can't think of. Anything right off the top of my head. What about a mountain climber? I see a lot of people do those incorrectly. Yeah, or they got things called like Spider-Man push-up, where you're doing a push-up, you bring your knee to your elbow. You know, things of that nature. You can do all that. It looks good. But a basic movement can do it. Uh, Can do the same exact thing. You just have to, I think... And I feel as though you just need to increase the set and reps to get the same workout, the same burn as someone doing a more advanced movement. Right. And as, as we mentioned before the break, uh, we have a list of seven items or seven things that you can do in order to in order to modify an exercise. So the first one on the list is to change the angle of your body. Instead of doing exercise on the floor, you can use a step, a chair, or a wall. So, David, can you give us an example of an exercise where changing the angle of your body will make that exercise easier to do? Yeah, of course. So... Basically, the most common exercise I think that a lot of people have trouble with is the basic push-up. So if you want to do a push-up, it's a couple ways you can do it. You can either go to your knees or you can stand up and push up on the wall. Put your feet out from the wall some and you kind of like lean into the wall. You lower your body until like you're almost kissing the wall and you push back up. It may not feel anything right then or there, but like I said, increasing the reps and the number of sets that you do is going to change the angle of your body. Even if you wanted to make it something to make it more difficult, elevating your feet or raising your your chest instead of being on the floor, kind of lean on a bench and do a push up there. The higher you go, the easier it gets and the lighter it gets. Right. So he he talked about on your knees, but if you look at a standard push-up, not a modified push-up, you will see where the person is on their toes and on the palm of their hands. So 
when you're doing a push-up, if you're doing a push-up correctly, your body should be in one alignment. Like your butt shouldn't be in the air or your hips sagging to the ground. Your body should be in one alignment. And even if you drop your knees to the floor, like <laughs> one thing my female clients, they they like to do are those box push-ups where their body is like a tabletop and all they're doing is moving their their arms and that's not correct for <laughs> for one and you're not going to get the results that that you are wanting or expecting but even when you go down to your knees your body from the shoulder to the knees should be in one alignment and, uh, and we'll have examples of, of this stuff on the website as well, because I know it's going to be easier to visualize what we're saying if you can actually see it. Um, I guess that's what visualize is, seeing it. But as he mentioned, other alternatives is you can do it on the wall, stand up, do it on the wall, and, and you will still feel it. You may have to increase the reps, like he mentioned, but um, if you're starting out, <laughs> you may still initially feel it. And I'll say one other thing. Um, if you have shoulder issues, instead of doing a push-up on the floor where there is much more pressure on your on your shoulder, if you do it on a step, a chair, or the wall, that will alleviate so much pressure on your shoulder, but you're still getting that workout in your triceps. And I have a client who has shoulder issues and a lot of the exercise that we did, she did have to do the modified version. And I know a lot of times people say, oh, well, I have shoulder issues. I have knee issues. I can't do anything. But if you, I mean, you definitely want to listen to your doctor. If your doctor says don't do it, then don't do it. But if you're clear to work out, but you just don't, you know, that's a different story. But and doing the modification, still working out and doing the modifications, you know, and I think I mentioned this on our earlier show, when she went back to her doctor, it was actually improvement. So if you do it correctly, you can actually strengthen those areas where you typically, you know, may have some kind of pain or issue um, if you're modifying and doing things the correct way, not putting too much impact on it but still working and strengthening those muscles. Yeah, and you don't want to forget. Um, so there's an off that can mean, you know, to lighten the weight or it could be to make it more difficult. But again, medical conditions, shoulder issues, the pool is the most uh, universal uh, thing that you can use. So going to the pool and just getting in neck deep and you can get some of those foam dumbbells, or you don't even have to use dumbbells. Just open your palms up to where you're just pushing water. And that water resistance is going to be there for you to help you out. It's not going to give you as much pressure as gravity, because if I'm not mistaken, when you're in water, you decrease your gravity by a certain percentage. Um, if I'm not mistaken, it's almost 10% when you're at the waist, and it goes up to 30% at the neck. So those things like that, you have to look at as well. Right. And he mentioned um, doing things in the pool. Now, don't sleep on the water aerobics. Now, we'll see a lot of our sl silver slipper. <laughs> silver uh, sneaker. <laughs> oh, silver sneaker, my bad. <laughs> um, 
people uh, doing the water aerobics. But man, I've done it before, and I have the little foam um, dumbbells and some other things as well. It It'll get you right. So don't sleep on that. Yeah, I just want to kind of go back to that comment, the silver slipper. So she was making all of you all to be Cinderella. <laughs> hey, hey, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> it's if, better than the steps, the ugly stepsisters. Yeah, so that would mean that we will be the stepsisters, our stepsister and brother. Uh, nah. Well, but we are trying to be like the mice and whatnot. You know, they did turn the mice into men and whatnot and all that stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I don't need y'all laughing at that. I know I don't have any sense at times. It's all good. It's all good. So another issue that comes up is like some people may say like, okay, so it's got to be a difference between male and female, right? This is true. Genetically, we are different. I I'm different than Tremaine. Tremaine is different than I. However, uh, you know, popular belief, I, I forgot what it is. What do you say before popular belief? It's a word or something like that. Anyway, um. so females are way stronger than males when it comes to core exercises. Believe it or not. And I think the reason being is because a lot of men do have a lot of leg mass like myself my legs are maybe twice the size of Tremaine's if not more especially when I am really really going hard at it but females and males can do the same thing um, it's just you may not be able to do the same number the same number of reps are the same exact thing I've seen females who squat twice their weight um, and that's usually female powerlifters, uh, female track runners, athletes, they actually are squatting their body weight plus. So there's no excuse for anything that you do, um, for anything that you may not feel that you can do. There's no excuse because you can do it. And we're just here to encourage you. All right. And I think a lot of that, too, is the whole male versus female, you know, thing. Women, women typically carry most of their weight in their lower body. And typically when women work out, like you say, they're doing the squats, they're doing the lunges because they want, you know, that nice lower body. And like we mentioned a couple of weeks ago, they're timid or hesitant about doing upper body work because they don't want to look too bulky. And um, I can say the women clients that I have starting out, they have little to no upper body, whereas men, they tend to lift and build the upper body. They don't do a whole lot of cardio. Women tend to do a little bit more cardio. So, you know, it's that whole goes back to our cardio uh, strength training show that we recently did. And um, it's just about balance. Right. Balance is key. So you hit on the classic thing itself. You said men do a lot of upper body work and they don't do any cardio. The worst thing that you can ever see is a guy who has a phenomenal upper body <laughs> and he has pencil legs. Yeah. That's the worst thing see ever. see that quite often. So, again, I go back because I love track and field. I'm a track coach. You will see, I think, the most 
the best physiques in track and field, men and women, because you can see what it looks like to work out as a man to where you can see all the muscles in your leg, all the um, quadricep muscles, the vastus lateralis, which is a hard muscle to train because it goes from the hip to the inside of the knee, uh, as well as the muscle, the arm definition in some women when they're running. And for a track coach, you look at things of that nature because it makes it, it it's not, uh, it's, like, it's not like nasty, but it's aesthetically pleasing. So athletes versus bodybuilders versus fitness, you will see a, a total different thing, especially when it comes to supplementation, which we're going to get into later on in a couple of shows. All right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let's try to get at least one more. We still got, we got seven items on our list. So let's try to get another one in before our break. So another thing that you can do in order to modify an exercise is to reduce the impact. A lot of times you'll have exercises where there's jumping, hopping, leaping involved. But all you have to do is just take out the impact. If you're doing jumping jacks, instead of jumping, you can do raising the arms and stepping the foot out to the side, alternating sides. Um, instead of squat jumps or jump squats, just do the squats, come up on your toes to a calf raise. Burpees, yes, you can still do burpees without the impact. Just leave that hop out, and when you go down to the plank position, instead of hopping back, just step one foot out, step the other foot out, bring it back in instead of doing the hop in. Instead of hopping up, just stand up, and again, come up on your toes to a calf raise, lifting those hands in the air. So... I don't ever want to hear anybody say I can't do a burpee because you absolutely can. And even with that, you can do a burpee instead of going all the way down to the floor, you know, back to number one, you can change the angle of your body. So you could do it on a stage or on a chair without, you know, going all the way down to the floor. You can also do it on the wall. So you did say you mentioned the changing of the impact. So I know a lot of people are runners. Uh, I want to say, Overseas, especially uh, here, instead of running on like the sidewalk because it's concrete, you can either run on the asphalt because it's softer, however, not that much, or run on the grass, which right. will refrain, which will prevent you from having a lot of shin splints. And as a track coach, shin splints are so prevalent in that um, you're running, you're running, and you're pounding and pounding and pounding. Right. So that's another way to reduce the impact is by running or walking on a softer terrain. So that's absolutely true as well. So it's not just the hops and the jumps, but also the service that you're working on. So with that being said, we are going to take a little break. We got five more things to get through. So we're going to have to, you know, there's just so much information. We may end up having to make this into a part two show. But we're going to try to get through the rest of our list. If not, we're, we're going to get get the information to you. So we will do that in a little bit. So hang with us and we'll be right back with you. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Training with Tremaine is where you want to visit for your motivation and results. Stop by to find out about our training programs. We offer both one-on-one training as well as group training for corporate functions and organizations. We offer boot camps, couch to 5K, and road to 10K running programs. And coming soon, virtual training. Also, take a look at our store for the best in motivational products like t-shirts in both kid and adult sizes. Visit our site at trainingwithtremaine.com. That's trainingwithtremaine.com. Spring is here and our Couch to 5K and Road to 10K training programs are soon to follow. Join Training with Tremaine April 16th through June 8th, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 4.45 to 5.45 p.m. for our 5K training sessions and 6 to 7 p.m. for our 10K sessions. And on Saturdays from 7 to 8 a.m. for our combined sessions. Not in the area? No problem. Virtual training is also available. We will finish out our training during the finale race, which will be on June 15th. Register today at trainingwithtremaine.com and meet me on the pavement. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Talking with Tremaine. To reach our program today, call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to info at talkingwithtremaine.com. Now, back to Talking with Tremaine. All right, welcome back, everybody. So this this last segment, we still have five to go, so we're going to have to... I don't want to say rush through them, but we want to make sure that we get through all of uh, these tips. So the third, the third um, alternative that you can do is to reduce the range of motion. So we we've had you all do high knees a lot. We like high knees. So instead of you know we like to say knees to the chest, but if you're not at a point where you can do that now, that's okay. That doesn't mean don't do anything. Just go as high as you can. Or if you're doing squats, you may not be able to go, you know, as deep as someone else. So depending on what the exercise is, if you change the range of motion, then um, you can make it a little bit easier on yourself when doing those exercises. Yeah. So I know a lot of people, I want to say about 90% of people know someone who's had a knee replacement. The thing about that knee replacement is as soon as you come out of surgery and you're up, you're awake, they get you up and walking. So that right there is going to tell you they want to get you back to at least a 90 degree bend. Uh, But you know you got to have a little more than 90 degrees when you uh, a normal knee 
So just decreasing that range of motion, even with the jumping jacks, you don't, if you have shoulder problems, don't come over your head. Go up to shoulder level. If you can't even do that, just go out a little bit. That's all you got to do, about 30 degrees away from the side. Right. So, you know, a lot of times in some in some classes, aerobic classes, you may have those classes where you do the step aerobic. And if you've been to any of those classes or have, or have ever used a stepper, you'll notice that the platform, you can have no risers under it or you can stack it to the ceiling. I don't know what you'll do with that, but, you know, if you have enough risers to go that high. But Vertical jump. <laughs> that's quite a jump. But um, when we're talking about reducing the range of motion, instead of having two risers on each side or four risers on each side, and doing, you know, step-ups or whatever the exercise may be, only have three or one or none until you get to the point where you can add more. So, again, we talk about all the time, you know, work at your own pace, work at your own level. Don't look at what the person next to you is doing because you don't know how long they've been doing this. So, and this is part of what we were talking about in our goal setting when, Alvina was on the show and she was saying when she was doing the running program, there were other participants who were faster than her, but she couldn't, she couldn't look at them and try to do what they were doing because they were at two different levels, but she did what she could do. And in doing what she can do, she was able to reach her goal. She didn't push herself harder than what she knew she was able to do at that point, because that would only set herself up to fail. So, Definitely, you know, it's okay to modify down or up even. Challenge yourself. But definitely you want to make sure that you're doing what you can do. And when we say that, if you're just tired or lazy and like, oh, well, I'm going to take it down because I just don't feel like doing this. That's not what we're saying. If you're physically (laughs) unable to, you know, get your knee this high or whatever the case may be at that 90 degree angle or they mentioned get your arms all the way overhead for a jumping jack because of you know like you said shoulder issues or if you are really just beginning out that's what we're talking about but if you can do it and you just choose not to do it we're gonna call you out on it remember the question you always want to ask yourself is could i have done more and even if you can ask yourself could I have done more? You didn't do what you could have done. So that's what kind of listeners I think we have. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to ask any kind of question about that or try to be lazy or like sadistical. I don't know. Some of my clients, they be trying me. They already know what I'm going to say, but they <laughs> they be trying like, uh, can we do this instead? Negative. Yeah. Let's do this. But it's all in fun. I, I love my clients and we we have fun with it, but we we definitely get it in. So they like to mess with me because I mess with them all the time. But um yeah, so that was number three on our list. Uh reduce your range of motion. So so far what we've gone through, change the angle of your body, reduce the impact, and reduce the range of motion. So the next one on our list is increased stability. 
so you know and, and this is one thing that as a trainer i have noticed a lot of people lack stability uh it's just not something that people typically work on so with my clients i make sure that we do things to increase stability and a lot of that comes from co- the core and when when people think of the core they think just of the abs but it's all around that whole center mid section a stronger core a stronger back will well a stronger core will help with back issues and a stronger back as well as core will help to stabilize you when you're doing certain exercises but you do realize like the core is also the hip flexors as well so around the pelvis is the core everything from the pelvis up to if i'm not mistaken the xiphoid process are where the ribs meet where you have that little a or upside down v that is the core of your body right so so when you think core is not just the six pack although you know mine's is pretty pretty nice yeah so moving right along <laughs> we're not going to go into that one uh so as far as increasing stability, what are some some ways that individuals can do that? So you want to go ahead and make sure you're on a flat surface or a stable surface, something that's not going to move. And you want to have two points of contact if you're standing or four points of contact if you're doing like a push-up or a mountain, if you're doing like a mountain climber and you're just getting prepared or a bird dog, a bird dog usually calls for six points of contact. So that's your hands, your knees, and your feet. Um, so you just want to make sure the more points of contact that you have, that's the more st- that's the more stable you can be or the more unmovable a surface is, that's the more stability you can have on that surface right so if you're doing like the jack knives or the crunches on a stability ball even though it's called a stability ball <laughs> you can't roll off if your core is tight and if you don't have the stability needed in order to properly do it on such a surface a big round surface so doing it on the floor would stabilize you more and you know as he's talking about the points of contact we were talking about push-ups earlier so instead of doing it on your hands and toes which is that kind of four points or two points okay both hands right left right okay i didn't know if you're counting both hands as one and feet toes are as one so that's four points of contact but if you were to come down to your knees some people still have their feet off the floor but some people have them on the floor still so that adds an additional two points of contact um or it could just be like it depends on how you have your feet to cross it just be one so that'd be five gotcha and then if you have both feet out that'd be six yeah Gotcha. But I wanted to say, like, the stability ball, they call it, uh, so stability ball, it works on the stability muscles 
for those of you, because I know if you're like me, you start thinking about things after the fact. And just like, why do they call it that? But, you know, this is one of the things. It works on those little smaller muscles that keep you stable. Right. And also, in addition to that, even if you're doing, let's say, a push-up on your hands and toes, if you're close, if you're close, your toes are closer together, that's not going to be as stable as if they were further apart. So that can add a little bit more stability too. And if you're doing um, things, you know, side lifts or leg lifts, or if you're doing something where you have both feet on the floor as opposed to one foot on the floor, like there are some people who can do one-legged push-ups where they have one leg raised in the air. Clearly, having both feet on the floor is going to add more stability. But if you're able to maintain that balance and stability, you know, you can do that. Or there's also um, where you have, if you're in the plank position and you raise one leg and one arm, opposite arm, opposite leg, and that's only two points of contact, but, you know, that's, that's more of the advanced um, modifications. But um, doing things, if you're doing the deadlifts or something like that, you can bring alternate as you're going down. And again, we'll have examples of these things because you may not know what we're saying, you know, just from the names. But as you go down, bring one leg up or you can do it with both feet still on the floor. Yeah, so... You know, I guess the next thing that you can do is uh, instead of going like high drive, high speed, just reduce the speed of it. Right. So for higher intensity exercises, go slower, slow and controlled, slow and steady, like the tortoise and the hare. Absolutely. So, for example, again, we like the high knees. So instead of going to a count of one, two, one, two, one, two, just one, two, one. Too. Or you can be like the tortoise and say, that's just my little joke for today. I know I haven't joked a lot today. All right. So, yep. Uh, reducing speed. That's and that's another simple running versus walking or jogging. So number six is reduce the time or number of reps. I like to do, we talked about this on the Cardio versus Strength Training show as well, uh, where we're talking about high-intensity high interval training where it's a time that you do, a short amount of time that you're doing the workout. I like to do those. I like to do a lot of one-minute exercises, but instead of doing it for one minute, do it for 45 seconds, 30 seconds, or whatever the case may be. And the same thing with reps. Instead of doing 15 reps, do 10 reps or 12 reps or whatever you're able to do. Yeah, so along with that, you just have to um, make sure you have the right technique. Because, again, wrong technique, it increases the risk of injury. Right technique you will hit everything that you need to hit doing a particular exercise. Right. 
And you want to take the last one? So the last one is reduce weight. Not necessarily the weight that you're carrying, although that will come in time, but the weight that you're lifting. So instead of using 20 pounds, do 10 pounds. Instead of doing, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think. So instead of doing like a crunch, do a stomach tightening exercise where you can be actually upright in doing that. And someone may ask, like, how do you do that? So if you place your stomach, I mean, your hand on your stomach and you kind of cough out that tightness that you feel, that's the kind of tightness that you want. But you want to go ahead and squeeze that tighter. Hold it for 30 seconds. Rest for 10 seconds. Right. So as you can see, you know what, (laughs) for for our homework to for this week. It's gonna be two part because I just thought of something else. So we're gonna we're gonna have this list up on on the uh, website talkingwithtremaine.com, and we're gonna have examples for each alternative uh, method. But and for that, we want you to pick any other any of the seven tips. And you know, David mentioned earlier that we want to see pictures and stuff. I want you to, I know all of you have phones, take a 30 second video of you doing one of these modifications for any exercise you choose and send that in to us. You can send it in to info at talkingwithtremaine.com. But also the bonus, we challenge you to pick any exercise in the world, send it in to us and we will show you modifications for it. I think we could probably get at least a couple different from the list off of that one exercise. Yeah, probably so. And just keep keep looking because more than likely, if we have pictures, it's probably going to be me doing the exercise. I think he just volunteers. So there you have it. <laughs> all right. So that's our time for today. We thank you all so much once again for listening with us. Continue to listen in week after week. Continue to share with your friends, your family, your network, your coworker, the enemies, your friend. Share the information with them so that they can listen in with us. You all are awesome. We love you. Continue, continue to continue to tune in with us. Yep. So, hey, until next week. We'll see you later. See you later. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Tremaine and David Ellis for another edition of Talking with Tremaine next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to see you here next week.